The next stop of note situated outside of Iowa City. An hour out of the way was Dyersville, Iowa, the set where they filmed most of Field of Dreams, the house with the field, corn, and hallucinations. Bucket list item achieved. Much to my disappointment, the place closed for the day. I desperately wanted to witness how disgusted an employee got if I asked them, Is this heaven? A company guideline requires them to respond, No, it's Iowa. Despite how miserable the mandated response made them feel inside, if the feedback certified not at the cinematic level that I demanded as a fan, a repeat of the question is rendered, as many as necessary. The baseball field itself remained accessible. We ignored the no trespassing sign. The lights stayed lit. Magical. Trotting the bases after a fake home run swing seemed like the best move to pass the occasion. Hopefully you're not a Field of Dreams curator reading this with 20-year-old footage, a willing legal team, and a 60 minutes crew on standby. In the unfortunate event that happens, I gave full disclosure that some events of this memoir were vastly exaggerated, so by no means is this a confession. I have a rock-solid alibi written in Big Sky in a big city that puts me in Dyersville, running bases on private property at the time of this infraction. What an awkward courtroom scenario indeed. Secretly, I hoped to meet a girl there solely for the fact that I could refer to her in a manner indicative of lines from the film. The only thing we had in common was that she was from Iowa, and I had once heard of Iowa. There were other onlookers, but the field predominated as a place for baseball nerds of the male variety, not a shocking fruition. Being in the Hawkeye State, we straddled Kansas close enough to bear witness of potential moon landings, or would that be labeled a Kansas landing? But had no such luck in spotting the fruits of such a highly publicized prediction. We might have been hoodwinked. We advanced to a spot off the riverbanks of the Mississippi River, Galena, Illinois, the actual filming location representing Chrisholm, Minnesota. Why they picked another arbitrary town to portray the original arbitrary town adds one more layer to the onion of intricacy of the motion picture. Surely that happens a lot, but... For how the town was used and having seen both places, I failed to see how the disparities mattered. If the screenplay had gone so far as to change characters, why not locate Moonlight Graham to Galena, Illinois? Because Archibald Moonlight Graham portrayed not only a fictional character. He breathed the life of an actual human being whose definitive biography is partially depicted in the movie. Except for the parts he comes back to life as a young man in the future, as a hitchhiker and every other scene that involves him, but the backstory is mostly clean. Given that he had been dead for 24 years when they released the flick, it's hard not to recognize the use of his likeness as somewhat creepy. Nevertheless, the story is awesome. The site looked much more recognizable, and we had some exchanges with locals in the know about the details. They fingered out some key areas. We looked for the doctor's office along Main Street, we searched for the bar, the movie theater, the stairs. We drifted around the city as if extras in the movie. The overall feel of the town enthralled me. The aura struck me in such a way that Durango, Colorado had done only a month before with my Aunt Luann and Uncle Dave. Durango stunned as a mountain town that sat at the tip of a historic railroad that reached out to Silverton. Without knowing anything about the localities, Durango and Galena felt like places that I could see myself living in. 
Galena also gloated as the hometown of U.S. Grant, an American that had historical significance tied to March 10th. Unlike us and our promotional incompetencies,